The weekend mini pod with Mike and Bess Middle-aged blokes chatting shit over a brew What's not to love? <laughs> Look at you at home, not only at home, you're in that beautiful back garden. Yeah. Bigger than the last one anyway. So. It is very much is, isn't it? And look at this, Baz. We are um, uh, we're both having a brew because um, oh, hello everyone. We're oh. just chatting. <laughs> um, this is how the uh, this is how the mini pod starts. That's how it works. <laughs> Me and Baz set record, chat along, and then I just decide when I start. You know, when I'm going. Uh, at what point in our conversation, I'll uh, I'll put it up on the internet. Um, but yeah, the. Um, this is a Saturday morning. We don't have to do this on Saturday morning, but Baz has been very busy. Um, so this is actually on a Saturday morning. This will go out uh, Saturday afternoon when I get back from taking my son to his football match. Um, but if you're in America, it's going to go out on Saturday morning, so all's good. Um, but yeah, because the, the intro, Baz, uh, as you know, says um, um, two middle-aged blokes chatting shit over a brew. And, and for once, we are chatting shit <laughs> over a brew as opposed to, oh, I guess... I guess, I guess beer's brewed as well, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, uh, so, Let's face it, Robbie's probably brewed somehow, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, right, okay, well, let's get straight into it, Baz. Uh, I've got a number of things that happened to me this week. Oh, right. um, well, you go ahead then, start, because I'm tired. Right. <laughs> oh, right, Baz, so there's four things that I wanted to cover this week that happened to me. Um, the first one, it, it kind of uh, relates uh, to your time of uh, uh, being a non-meat eater, uh, and also the fact that we've done a number of food and drink specials. Um, but uh, yesterday, I ate a vegan burger. Okay. Right. I feel dirty even saying it, to be honest. Which one was it? It was It was a frozen one. Okay. Uh, th- l- listen, th- the, reason, um, the reason I did it is because I'd said to my son, right, uh, my, my wife's away uh, in, in, uh, in Birmingham for a few days, so... I um I said to my son, right, I'm such a lazy cook. I was just like, right, let's have burgers. So I went in and uh, he dug out the burgers. He said, oh, there's only one. I was like, Ugh. So I had to look through and then I found some uh, bird's eye green cuisine veggie burgers. Okay. Suitable for vegans. Right. So did it on the old George Foreman. Um, I presume that translates to people who are listening in um, in the States and in Australia and not just that I've... You know, I cooked them on top of a uh, former heavyweight boxer. <laughs> anyway, um, I've got a number of issues with it. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I don't have an issue with vegan burgers per se. I get the whole, like, if everybody reduced the amount of meat they were eating and all that kind of stuff. And if you can get stuff that tastes almost as good, then go for it. Not a problem. But this one, mate, um, two problems with it. First one, had no idea when it was done. Okay. <laughs> right. Actual burgers made of actual... The cows are good enough to change colour when they've been cooked, yep. right? It's very good of them to do that. Um, so you know exactly when the, 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 the meat burger is cooked. This vegan burger came out of the freezer looking like a hockey puck. Yeah. And at no point did it change from the looking and pretty much the consistency of a hockey puck as well. So I didn't have a clue when it was done. Anyway, once it was done... Um, I put it into my burger with me, me dirty, cheap, processed cheese that we've talked about as well. The best cheese. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, the vegan burger ruined the fucking cheap cheese. Yeah. It was terrible. So- <laughs> it was awful. I just, It's not something I'm going to go back to. Yeah, well, just just before you move on to the next thing, don't have that one again. I'll give you a suggestion for another vegan burger that, you, that you'll like. 
Oh, this could be something, Baz. Right, what's? Uh, give me that suggestion. I'll write it down well, and I'll, I'll, I'll do it before next time we go. There's a couple. There's Beyond Meat, which is good. Yeah, I've heard about them. They're, you so can get them in like Burger King and stuff, can't you? Yeah, so when you get them, they actually look a little bit like raw meat. Raw, raw, okay. Meat. They're good. They're right, good and then I'm the willing other, to do this, Baz. Moving Mountains. They're, 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 that's another one. Moving Mountains. Yep. You'll have to do a test and report back on that. I will. I will do a. Uh, I will do a consumer test on both of those and see if they're any less shit than the bird's eye green cuisine oh, one. Trust me, the green cuisine one is just like mushy crap. So I just, it, it, it's just literally. I pulled it out of the freezer and it didn't change what it looked like or its consistency at any point in the cooking process. So I had no idea when it was done. Um, anyway, the next thing that happened to me this week, Buzz, yeah. um, was uh, me and my friends are trying to organise another golf trip to uh to spain or portugal or something like that so a number of us have contacted companies that organize that kind of thing um and as with those so you send an email to companies like that you get just a barrage of phone calls back yeah and i'm just like i don't want to speak to someone if i wanted to speak to someone i would have phoned you i didn't phone you i emailed you because i don't like talking to actual humans right So, I get these phone calls all the time, and I'm just like, reject, reject. And this particular one, I got out of the shower, um, uh, trying to dry me air. My phone goes, and I see that it's a London number, and I know that that's one of these golf holiday companies. So, I press reject and kind of say, kind of under my breath, but also kind of not under my breath, I was like, for fuck's sake, will these people just fucking leave me alone? I don't want to speak to anyone on the telephone. I just want a fucking... Just reply to me, fucking email, will you? <laughs> and then I heard on speakerphone, hello, Mr. Snedden, this is Dave from Golf Travel or something. I was like... And do you know what I did, Baz? Panic to put the phone down. Is <laughs> there anything you can do in a situation like that? I was like, shit. So I'd obviously press not the reject button, but the accept and put him on speakerphone. No problem. Like, exactly the opposite of what I wanted to but happen. a far better result, if I'm, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I was like, all right, um, I'm going to have to uh, Google search that phone number um, and find out which... Uh, which travel company he goes he's from and um and never speak to them again just in case he remembers um because obviously he's got my name and uh yeah and i've just like proper went into a, a tirade of abuse i to think those people are pretty thick-skinned to be honest i think you have to be yeah. to be in sales don't you do you know what i mean um, okay uh the next thing baz was that i was in dublin this uh, last weekend uh, I went down there for a conference with my wife and um, two hours into the conference, uh, Newcastle started playing a football match. So clearly I disappeared out of the conference um, and went to a pub. So I'd Googled, what, where's the best pub to watch football close to here? Um, and it said this place uh, called Sinnott's, Sinnott's Bar. Give me a shout out, uh, Sinnott's Bar in Dublin. So I said, Google uh, Apple Maps to send me there. So I'm following the walking directions and it said something like 50 yards on your left. So I'd right, fair enough, turn off the uh, instructions, walk down. And I was like, oh, oh, there it's like a sign outside saying best pint in Dublin, football's on. I was like, this must be it. Then. So I went in, sat down at the bar, started watching the watching the game with me. I've got a track, tracky top on with Newcastle badge on it. So I'm obviously there to watch the football. Um, next thing, a couple of my mates, 
uh, messaged me and said, look, um, we're going to come and watch it with you. Where are you? So I sent them a location pin on WhatsApp and the name of the place. So I sent them a location pin and said, Sinnott's Bar. So anyway, next thing, I get a message from my mate saying, uh, we're here, where are you? I said, well, I'm sat at the bar. I can see the bar, you're not. I said, yeah, there's a massive square bar in the middle of the room. TV's everywhere. I'm sat here at the bar now. He went... I'm looking at that exact bar and I can't see you. I was like, the fuck's going on? How can he not see me here? So he sends me a video of the place. I said, oh, that's the wrong bar. Maybe that's upstairs because I came straight downstairs as soon as I came through the front door. So front door, turn left, go down the stairs. And he went, yeah, we did that as well. I was like, this is just proper fucking confusing this. I don't understand what's going on. The bar didn't, I mean, it had a massive square bar in the middle of the room, exactly like I described, but it looked completely different. I was like, I'm really confused here, mate. And he said, I said, I'm definitely in. I said, oh, maybe I'm not in Sinnott's Bar. Maybe it's something else. Anyway, uh, long story short, Sinnott's Bar, the one I was getting directions to, was round the corner. And that's the one that my mate had gone into. But everything that I described of the bar I was in fitted for that one. So we spent about 15 minutes getting proper confused, going, you're not in the bar. I said, I am. I'm sitting at the bar, the big square bar at the front. I <laughs> just couldn't understand Did you think it. you were in some sci-fi program where they just couldn't see I, you? Mate, I was absolutely baffled. And in the end, I was like, right, I'll come and find you. So I came out, went upstairs, and it ended up I had to go further down the road and then turn left, which wasn't on my directions, and then left again and down some stairs. And we sat watching the football. And I turned around and I was like, do you know why I think the confusion is? I was sat the other side of that wall. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there was a wall about, I don't know how thick the wall must have been, but I figured out that I was sat the opposite side of the wall that my mate was in. So when we looked at where we are, it was like, we're in the same place. How does that not work? But we were in two different pubs, two different entrances. The entrances were about 100 yards apart. But in going down the stairs and down into the bar, we ended up probably unknowingly about no more than six feet away from each other. But that proper, proper confused me, that did. How was the game? Um it was that was the Leeds game, so we uh, it was two two. It wasn't great, uh, but all's well and good because we battered Brighton on Thursday night four yeah. one. So uh, one more win to get into the Champions League for people who uh, know about football. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, the final thing, Baz, is that um, we've uh, we've spoken about this before. That my you, you know uh, your car needs to go in, in the UK. It's called uh, an NC. Uh, UK it's called an MOT. Yeah. Over here it's called the NCT. My car's been needing it. I've we've spoken before on this about how I've been trying to get my car fixed and ready for it. Anyway, um, everything was done. Everything's ready. So I went online to book um, my uh, my annual safety certificate appointment. Um, and we're going to have a little game here, Baz. When is the earliest um, the earliest booking I could get? The soonest. Right, okay. Uh, where are we? We're uh, bear minute, I'll, I'll give you a bit of context. Obviously, with COVID, everything was back, but uh, was backlogged. But they're now doing them appointments from 6am to 9.30pm. Right. To catch up. But yeah, so uh, to, the, the, the date when I booked it was 15th of May. So when do you think the soonest appointment at our local test centre is? Next month, 15th of June. 
The correct answer, Baz, is 30th of August at quarter to nine at night. In hell. <laughs> right? So here's a second guessing game, Baz. Um, I, I, I thought, I'm not booking that. Uh, I saw an appointment th- thing that said, if you want a priority slot, click here. I was like, I'll oh, click there, see. And it sent them an email, and I thought, I'll hear back from them within two weeks, it said. Um, meanwhile, Emma just went, oh, do you know what? I'll just ring the test centre. So Emma asked, rang the test centre. Um, your next guessing game, Baz, is when she rang the test centre, they said, yes, you can have an appointment. When did they say the appointment could be? Uh, I'm going to say tomorrow. Even sooner than that, Baz. We rang at quarter past one and they said, can you come at three? (laughs) (laughs) So online we had to wait until the 30th of August from the 15th of May. (laughs) Emma rang up at quarter past one and they went, can you bring it in at three? That's the same (laughs) place you got the booking for the other one. Exactly the same place. Well, it just goes to prove that as much as we both hate using phones, that's the way to get things done. Exactly, and that's what—that's one of my uh, wife's primary roles in our relationship. Is being the grown, ringing human beings and speaking to them on the phone because yeah, I absolutely detest being it. the grown-up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go, Baz. That's the uh, those are the things that happened to me this week. What about you, pal? You've uh, talk us through um, what happened with the. Uh, I presume uh, big with you this week is um, uh, when I say I presume, I know it is because that's all you've. That's where you've been. You've been at the Windsor Horseshoe. Well, like, well, because we spoke to each other last Thursday. Because I, mm. I had to sort of like go to the toilet for half an hour last Thursday. Um, <laughs> i.e., someone knew I was recording the podcast, which is quite, which is quite surreal anyway. Because I think I got a bleep on the radio and had to go. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's um, it's bloody intense because uh, the weather was pretty rough to start with. So it meant everybody coming in like particularly with all the, the horse boxes has to get dragged in by a tractor and there's a couple of hundred two or three hundred horse boxes yeah these big three hundred thousand pound things yeah getting dragged in and then when the event's over they've all got to get dragged out again so that's big messy but then the other thing is the the sun came on friday so the, and then saturday and sunday were beautiful days but yeah they're, they're, they're pretty long but um you do quite a bit of partying in the evening, even though you're knackered. And then you suddenly realise, oh, shit, it's one o'clock and I've got to be up at five in the morning. So, See, this is brilliant. Yeah. I love uh, I love your little kind of like, oh, I've been working really hard. I've been away from home for six weeks. I'm like, you've been getting pissed on rum every night for six weeks, mate. You've had to come home for a rest. Yeah, well, it's, it's one of those things, though. It's like you, you do do like pretty hard long days because there's always stuff to be done. And, uh, yeah, but then you, you have those regrets at like one o'clock. You're going, oh, mate, I've got to be up in four hours. Then you drag yourself out, put your sunglasses on, even though it's it's still sort of relatively dark, just to hide the the, uh, the, the state of your eyes. <laughs> Do you know? In a similar thing uh, related to that is another thing that happened this week was that um, I played golf uh, on Sunday last Sunday, um, and it was one of the lads' birthdays the the day before, so we was like, oh, we'll go out for something to eat and a few drinks afterwards. So we started in the golf club. Um, had a little bit of food and a couple of drinks there. That was about one thirty in the afternoon. And then we moved on from there to a pub to watch the football um, and ended up still in there at like 6.30, so I had some more food. Um, and then everybody kind of left there about 7.30, including a mate of mine who works nights, right? Yeah. So he'd, he'd been in there. He'd been drinking for six and a half hours with the rest of us. Um, left there at half seven. I went home, didn't have another drink, uh, went to bed about nine o'clock. I got up at half past seven 
And the first thing I thought of when I got up at half past seven was my mate was still at work. <laughs> yes, there you go. I was knackered. I had a full night's sleep. I was knackered. Whereas, meanwhile, my mate had left the pub at about half seven, gone home, slept from eight till 11, got up, got ready, gone to work, and worked an eight hour shift. There you go. Abs- absolute machine. <laughs> Don't bad. know how he does it, mate. Yeah, so the uh, good news is I'm home for two weeks. I've got a lot of stuff to do, like in relation to the house, obviously, that I've, that I've missed. This is only the third time I've been here. So I've got a two week stint here uh, when I'm, um, I'm not going to be doing stuff here. And then, yeah, we've got to record some stuff because I'm away again. So I'm not, I'm not working on those two shows I spoke to you about before. I'm on a road show. Like a wow! I mean, it's not it's not exciting. It's for a, a it's for an agriculture. It's for a, a either a feed a grain. Yeah, I think grunt, the company distribute grain, so it's not rock and roll. But we're starting in Coldstream, and then we're driving right down through the country and finishing somewhere in Devon. I think over wow. over a month long period. A month, bloody hell! Right. Well, we have got a lot of recording to do in the next two weeks. Then, but, well, no. So the good news is because I'm doing that, uh, it's Monday to Friday, and I'll be home for the weekend, so we can still squeeze in stuff. So that that's ah brilliant because it's changed but, from um, from how I was. I was literally going to be away for two for the whole month. So I'll oh, be that's back brilliant. Weekends now, so which is good. That's great news. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, talking of what's coming up, um, we are recording one with uh, Robbie Knox. We mentioned this before that it was going to come up at some point. Yeah. Um, we've now got Robin Knox booked in. We're recording that on Monday, so that is going to go out on Wednesday. So the next, uh, the next episode, the next main episode of the podcast is going to feature Robin Knox. That's exciting, um, Robin. I'm really excited because I've I've known about Robbie's uh, Robbie's work uh, for twenty odd years since he was on a TV program called Soccer AM, which mm. is still running. I think it's in its last series. I think they're canning it after this year. Actually, well, here's a good thing. Just to do that, to, to Robin Knox is the first person that Liz has ever heard of on our podcast. <laughs> Ah, there we go. <laughs> Famo, proper fame. Uh, no offence to everybody else who's oh, no, been on our yeah, podcast for the whole media, time so. we've been doing it, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Liz is not on social media like we are, so yeah. Oh, exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Robbie uh, started off uh, as being a uh, researcher, I think, on a, on a TV show. But now he's you know, a TV producer. He's got a big following on YouTube. Um, as we mentioned before, he's a co-host on the biggest um the uh most downloaded and most listened to podcast a uk podcast on spotify so that's big um and he's also got loads of other projects going on that we'll be able to talk to him about and we will get obviously his mildly controversial opinions um so i'm really really looking forward to that so that's going to be out on wednesday we've also got another couple i won't uh, reveal who they are but we've got another couple um scheduled to be recorded um and obviously we'll do a couple with just me and you so one thing i do need to do baz is i need to appeal we've got an idea we're not going to reveal what the idea is because we want to keep it a secret from everyone okay but we want you if you are in the usa in australia or in some of the other countries that listen to us this isn't for the uk and and i can't tell you why but it will become obvious when the episode uh, airs that it's um it, it doesn't work if you're from the UK. Yeah. Um, so what I'm saying, I've got a list of uh, places that people are uh, following us on Facebook and places where people are listening to us on the podcast. Um, so obviously USA is the big one. We want people from all over the USA. If you would like to come on the podcast, just for about 10 minutes, we'll need you. Um, so if you would like to come on and play a fun little game for about 10 minutes on our podcast, 
get in touch. Either message us through the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash mildlypod, or email us at mildlypodcast at gmail.com, um, or go to daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast. All of those places you can get hold of us. If you want to come on the show, um, chill out with uh, me and Baz for 10 minutes, play a little fun game we're going to play. Um, then we're looking for people from all over the USA. Um, after the USA comes United Kingdom, and then after United Kingdom comes Australia. So we're looking for some Australian people. We've got load of, um, we've got 10% of our Facebook followers are from uh, Australia. So we're looking for people from Australia. Um, Canada is next. We've got a load of people listening to us from Canada. Um, Europe, anybody but- from Europe? Um, yeah, we've got uh, so yeah, non-native English speakers. This will work very well with. Yes. So whether that is uh, whether you're European, just looking down the list of where people listen to us um, in Europe, we've got Slovakia, France, Netherlands, Germany, Norway, Portugal. All of those people, we want you to contact us. Um, and also, um, if you are a non-native English speaker living in the USA, or if you are from Mexico, we've got listeners to, from Mexico. We've even got listeners in India, Singapore, Taiwan. If you are from any of those places, if you are from somewhere that isn't in the UK and Ireland, um, or uh, and or you are a non-native uh, English speaker, uh, so we are looking for English speakers, uh, people who English is their first language from the states, from Australia. It will work for them. But um, I know this sounds really cryptic, but it's it's an idea I've had that I think will be an absolutely incredible episode. But we need your help. We need you all to join in with that. So yeah, um, I know you don't know what's going to happen. Just take a chance. It'll be fun. It will be. I've told Baz what it is, and Baz, uh, it honestly, it is, isn't it, mate? It, it's going to be an absolute corker. Well, see, that was going to be a complete car wreck. So. <laughs> either way, it's good. Either way, either way, it's going to make a great podcast. <laughs> Right, uh, we're going to have to leave it there, mate, because I've got to go and uh, take my son to his uh, to his football match. So shout out to Shay again. He loves the fact that he gets loads of mentions yeah. on this because he, he listens he, every even week. Even though he's dissed me now, it's fine. I still like him. <laughs> <laughs> he still loves you. You're still his favourite host of the mildly controversial <laughs> podcast, though. Even though he, even though he was he was slagging you off the other week. Anyway, um, it, look, look, we don't have time to do any more. But I mean, the, the the intention was to always have this about twenty. 25 minutes anyway but Baz if people are listening on the audio please go to Facebook or to YouTube and and search this one out um, because uh, you just want to see where Baz is it's just such a the sun's shining he's got a beautiful back garden I was going to say he's got like a little mini house but for Baz that's probably a life-size house that is the actual house I live in (laughs) it's a little hobbit quarters at the back there (laughs) cool I'll speak to you mate Perfect. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you next time. Don't miss Wednesday's episode with Robbie Knox right here, wherever you're listening or watching this Wednesday with Robbie Knox. Don't miss that one. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to, you know, click all the buttons, click alerts for, you know, there's loads of places you can click alerts that will tell you when we've downloaded a new episode. Do all of that I can't wait for that sentence to be so long that you run out of breath. (laughs) Yeah, well, do you know what? Uh, That sentence is getting longer and longer. That's going to be the mini pod. There's going to be 20 minutes of me trying to explain how you can fucking download it or get alerts and notifications. Anyway, that'll do for now. We will speak to you next time. Bye-bye. The weekend mini pod with Mike and Bess. Middle-aged blokes chatting shit over a brew. What's not to love? 